What in the fuck is really going on out there? Buds in the basement. Welcome to Buds in the Basement podcast. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say, and I am here with my co-host. Yes, co-host. I got to get used to this, man. I know you do. You are Bubba the Mouth, formerly known as... Bubba the Mouth, what's going on? Hey, Hey. what's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, you know, living the dream. Wake me up. Yeah, that's that's how I feel, too. Somebody pinch my ass and wake me up. Emphasis on the pinch the ass. No, don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) Brother, so much has happened since the last show. And, you know, this show writes itself. It does, man. All you got to turn... All you got to do is turn this TV on for about 10 minutes and bam. Yeah. I just snapped my fingers. Sorry. You heard that in the, uh, in the mic there, but uh, yeah, you get a show just by watching TV for 10 minutes. I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah. Um, even when you pull it, put up your phone, uh, it's pretty much in your face guaranteed. You're going to find out what bullshit's going on in this world and it's driving you nuts. Or you can like open seconds. up. Facebook, which butts in the basement has a Facebook, by the way, you can just look up buds in the basement on Facebook. It's totally there. Or you can go on Instagram and find the same bullshit, which we also have an Instagram at buds in the basement podcast, or you could go on Twitter and find the same news, which buds in the basement has a Twitter too. We haven't talked about this much, but yeah, we're on socials. The Twitter is buds in reality. That is buds letter n reality with the at in the front i'm sorry i'm I'm not used to the whole at and the hashtag thing my wife no. up on this i'm in my 40s we didn't have to do this the hashtag was the pound sign you know what i'm saying oh yeah that's how we used to write it in kitchens like if we needed five pounds of something five hashtag it would look like like five pounds or like when you were paging people oh we went pager yeah that's we went pager we that's how old we are speaking of old you know not that not that anybody really wants to hear this Ooh, where'd you go, buddy? I lost you for a second. Hey, you're back. Welcome back. back. I hate technology. You need to come to the basement, motherfucker. But anyhow, (laughs) dude, so this weekend I had to work. I had to work over the weekend. I don't do that a whole lot. And now I, I paint houses for a living. That's what I do. I paint. And it's physically demanding. Painting is very physically demanding. But what I did over the weekend was help another painter with an epoxy floor which I don't know if you know anything about doing epoxy, but dude, it's work. Oh man. I was on my hands and knees for fucking 12 hours, grinding cement with a hand grinder. Let me tell you about getting old y'all. And I'm not old, old yet, but I'm in my forties. I've officially achieved OG status. Okay, man, everything hurts. And when I say everything dog my butt cheeks hurt dude like i feel like somebody punched me in each ass cheek and gave me a charlie horse my shoulders my legs everything just from all the stretching and bending and all the things you don't do when you're 42 years old usually holy shit i sound like like you left county again didn't you bam but that's right bubble the mouth there he is but yeah man this whole this whole aging thing is uh not so fun i mean it's it's a privilege denied to many i mean it's i i'm 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 actually thankful i've made as long as i made it most who know me wouldn't think that i would even make it this long but yeah 
doing all that work for two days and it was only two days, but the one was a really long day. It was a 12 hour day. I don't ever work 12 hour days anymore. That's very, nah, very it's rare. insane for you, man. No, yeah. That's just rare. I don't do that anymore, but I did. And I am paying the ultimate price for it this weekend. All on my oh. butt cheeks, dude. <laughs> You're just like, but my butt cheeks. It's it's just so fucking hilarious. Yeah. But no, I completely understand that. I'm going on my 39th year in life. I work in kitchens and pretty much you're on your feet for eight plus hours a day, but there's no limit of what you have to do. I have my walk-ins and everything downstairs from my kitchen. So I got to go down a flight of stairs and then I got to go pick lift heavy ass shit up, go up the stairs. If pilots are out, I have to get down on my hands and knees. Oh, especially at it being over 300 pounds. That's a fucking workout, folks. Just all day long. Get up, get down, get up, get down. I feel like I'm at fucking church almost. Oh, the aerobics churches. I know those places, man. I grew up going to one of those, man. You get up and you sit down and you get up and sing and you sit down and then you get up and, then and you pray. Kneel. And then you sit down and then you get on your knees and then you get up and sit down. That's church in a nutshell, y'all. But I love the Lord. You know what? To each their own. I uh, I take my kids to church when I can, just so they go down a certain line. Me, I'm just trying to give them some moral fiber because this, this world lacks it. Apparently, those who go to church, uh, it's actually a smaller percentage than what you think, actually. It, it's kind of crazy that, you know, the way we grew up and and God was very prevalent in schools and, you know, just in life in general, like people prayed and, and, and the country was built on Christianity. And now it's almost you're shunned for being a Christian or even talking about it, or you're a bad person because you're a God fearing person. It's, well, it's yeah. the, the, the things, the tables have turned for sure. And, and I don't know if there's, there's, there's a whole show we could go about religion and stuff like that. But as far as like a nation that was built on God and the beliefs of the Bible, um, we are not there anymore. That's for damn sure. But that's not like what I'm trying to say or do right here, right now. Or what if whatever. I told you two religions are mocked? One is, a, is applauded. We can talk about that on a different show. Folks, try to figure out which ones I'm talking about. Two religions severely mocked in this country. But one is okay if you are, because they don't want to say anything else. Think about it, folks, just for the future. Yeah, but why should we have to walk on eggshells like that? Like, why can't we just say or believe what we want to say or believe? You know what I mean? When did we become a place that had to walk on eggshells? When Donald Trump became president and everybody severely got canceled over anything. Oh, my Uh, God. You sound like a big Trump humper. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be Trump light, aren't we? Because apparently we agree too much with the right. They like to have communication. I'm sorry. We want to have not not a fighting discourse, but we want communication. We want a conversation. Right. Right. The folks on the right want to have that conversation, but folks on the left, they want to say, go fuck yourself and ne- and just scream at you and not say what they want to talk about ever. They don't want to get the point across. Where did that mentality come from anyways? Like, when did you when where did the mentality come from that or where did not when? I might have a few whiskeys today, whatever. But anyhow, <laughs> but I mean, like, when did it come become a thing that, you know, you can't you can't say certain things out in the open or you can't do certain things out in the open. And I don't mean like act like a buffoon or say fucking dumb shit all the time or be a racist piece of shit or whatever like that. You know, those things, you know, need to be called out on those things never fly. But what I mean is, is like just having a belief in something 
like saying, hey, I believe in God or, hey, I believe in Allah or, hey, I'm a Buddhist. And all of a sudden people from the other team are like, you can't fucking say that or you can't fucking believe that. Like, where did that come from? Because my belief, it, it came from the people who were told shut folks down, over talk people, not over talk, over scream people. And then they were thought that it was okay, which has been indoctrinated at most colleges and universities. And, and, and the public slash government school system teaches the same shit. They teach, they all teach Marxism now is what they do. And and anybody who doesn't understand what Marxism is, is the ideology of communism. It's that's what Marxism is. You know, these, this is what your children are being taught in schools, especially government run schools and colleges. Like I have a friend of mine who is very right wing. Okay. But he sent his son to college, right. Who is very right wing. He, he raised him, and that's, you know, he, he believes what his dad believes. Mm-hmm. When he came back his first summer from school, he came back to the job site and worked. you know, he's a painter and he came and worked for the summer and was like, you wouldn't believe the shit they're teaching us in this college. He's like, it's all communism. It's all socialists. It's all. You. May I ask which college it is, or we want to keep that under wraps. Uh, you know what? Let's just keep that under wraps for now. All right, you, go. you know, I, I don't want to get too much heat. It is a Michigan based college it. and it is a Mac school. I will say that it is a Mac school. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, three of them read between the lines. We can yeah. figure out which one. Yeah. Is. So, <laughs> you know, he came back and said, you know, Hey, they're pretty much teaching this, the socialist slash communist agenda in college. And I'm like, wait a minute here. Um, what the fuck are you going to school for? And he goes, I'm, you know, I want, I want to go in the medical field, but this is during his prereq days. You know, it wasn't his. Yeah, you got to earn what you get. Yeah. So he's got to go to his prereqs to, you know, go to medical school. And that's what they were teaching was the the socialist agenda to college kids. So it is no wonder that these young people come out here screaming this socialist communist nonsense because they they've been indoctrinated for four years in college to believe this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and to boot, they've paid anywhere between 20 to 50 plus K a year to fucking learn that shit. They're not even getting an education, per se. It's this insane. Is this is college. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, they're teaching them how to get a bullshit degree that has nothing to do with real life. However, just to be a career complainer, a career bum or career panhandler, they want money for fucking nothing. Go you out know, there and fucking earn your cash, folks. You know, that's and that's the other thing. And that's that's the big fucking qualm I have with what they're teaching in these colleges is their version of equality, which I am. Everybody is equal. We are we are born equals, right? I mean, that's just what it is. You you have an equal opportunity the moment you're born. Yeah. Now, from there, it is your responsibility to end up where you end up, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, like your finish line is your responsibility. But they don't see it as that. What what they're teaching in these schools is that everybody gets the same finish line. No. Equal opportunity. It's not equal finish. It's what you put into down the road for that finish. And that's what they're fucking complaining about. I'm like, you put that old saying, you put in as much as what you get at the end. You know what I'm saying? The best path is the hardest earned. Oh, facts. 
Right. Facts. But here's, here's why I believe in trade schools now, the most colleges. I will promote any fucking trade school on here. Actually, let me, you know what, because I'm in the trades and, and I know how this goes and I know how the business is going right now. Tell your kids, fuck college. College is a waste of time and money. It really is because we're at a point in this world now where it's not what you know, it's who you know. And if you're going to go and and it's so sad because my, my wife is a prime example of this. She went and spent over 60K going to college and is not using her degree. She can't get a job in that field. And the jobs that are available, that market's so saturated now that it's only, you know, what they're paying at fucking McDonald's nowadays. I mean, shit, you can make $17 an hour at McDonald's out where I'm at these days. There's a sign out front. I saw it with my own eyes, you know, I see signs at Wendy's $16 an hour to start to start zero experience. Kids go get your money right now. Now's the time. Now is the time because you know, it's going to go away soon because they're going to have to figure out a way to combat this uh, inflation, which I want to, you know, we've talked about inflation before, but we, we we really need to go into this inflation. Like we rattled off some fucking, you know, some some news stuff that we gathered about inflation before and percentages and stuff like that. But let's talk about inflation as real people right now. I went to the grocery store today with my wife. I never go to the grocery store. I get my way out of it. I'm not a big fan of going to those places. I hate the store. Honestly, I really do. Just everything about going grocery shopping pisses me off. I sound like a crotchety old man. So be it, whatever. But anyways, I go with her today because, you know, she conned me into brunch and drinks. And I'm like, okay, if I get a couple of drinks, I like going to the grocery store. Well, there wasn't enough drinks in the world to make me feel better about how much money things actually cost at the grocery store. Honestly, now, as you and I are everyday people, we're nobody. I, I paint houses. You're a chef. Like we're not fucking rich people. You know what I mean? Like nope, this, far from it. this is affecting us. This is yep. affecting us working class people. And it is affecting hardcore, the poor hardcore dude, my wife and I, it's, it's just the two of us, right? There with no kids. You know, we got a couple, you know, we got a couple of dogs. We got a fur babies. Now we're just talking grocery store, grocery store, Cost $150 for two people today. That's so fucking insane to hear. I'm sorry. <laughs> really $150 for two people to eat for one week. Now, one mind week. now, mind you that, you know, that's dinners and lunches. You know, I'm not a big breakfast guy. Neither is my wife. She does her. She makes her smoothies and shit in the morning, whatever. Which I'm not good. a big breakfast guy, you know, but, you know, for lunch and dinner for my wife and I, it is $150 a week. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot of money because we could be going out to eat every day and it would cost, you know, triple. Minimum. Well, I mean, it was over $100 to go to brunch today. Yeah. You know, you get a couple of drinks each and you get a couple of entrees each and it's it's over a hundred bucks. That's an easy way. Easy, easy way. How do you to figure this out? Coming from a chef's perspective, whatever you buy at a grocery store, break it down to whatever you're about to serve it as, right? Times that by three at a minimum. That's a that's your minimum profit for most chefs. Now they'll usually go to from three to about uh, nine times what they spent just to make more profits. Oh yeah. So you can play that little that little math game. However, rule of thumb times it by three. That's how much you're really saving from eating at home. But yeah, man. So you know this is 
this is some real shit. Now, not, you know, I'm in a situation in life where I'm not a rich man, but like, you know, I can afford to, I can afford to go grocery store and I don't have to like, I don't have to go out and enjoy yourself, but I don't, but I don't have to like alter what I'm eating yet is what I'm saying. Just because like my wife and I both work, there's a double income in the house. We don't have children. You know, we don't have those extra expenses when it comes to that, you know, but what about the people who do have kids? And what about the people who don't have, you know, decent jobs? Like, you know what I mean? Our, our, our work, you know, for nothing, you know, there's, there's minimum wage jobs out there, whatever, whatever it may be, there's people out there. This is really hurting and it's hurting them bad. And it, it's, it's disgusting because this all could have been avoided had these assholes not been printing money. Like it was nothing like inflation comes from printing money. Uh-huh. And this is what they're doing. And right now it's the Democrats doing it. And it's funny to watch the GOP bitch about the Democrats spending right now because the Republicans spent so much money when they were office in office too. So they just love to spend money. That's just what they do. And it's only okay if their side does it, but this is a direct correlation of them printing, you know, over 40% of our currency that has ever existed. And in the last two, I mean, that was just in 2020. I don't, I can't give you the percentage now. Like it's been two years or, you know, you know, since COVID started in 2020, that was the percentage of the money printed. Of I heard it was a uh, 60% of all current money, recent money. It was printed within the last two years. 60% is what I heard. And that's fucking crazy. And this is exactly why we are seeing what we're seeing right now. Gas prices are up. Uh, natural gas prices are up. Um, grocery prices, everything's up. Everything's up. Let's not, we don't need to break it down. Everything's more expensive right now. And it is hurting the common consumer. It is hurting the working class. It is hurting the poor. And that is, that's by design. These people who have all this money, they don't give a shit about inflation. It doesn't affect them a bit. They laugh. Diesel down the street from my house is officially 415. I paid 390 for fucking regular gas on Friday. 390, you know, and, and all this could be avoided too. This is a very simple fix. And, and the, the Biden administration won't do it. They refuse to do it. All they have to do is, and, and this is what he said in the state of the union, he wants America to be completely self, self self-sufficient. Okay. Motherfucker, let's be self-sufficient. Stop fucking buying oil from Russia. Number one, who is a fucking lunatic piece of shit. Putin is a lunatic piece of shit and stop buying oil from him to finance his war. Okay. And open the pipelines here. What was that? We're supposed to be in a fight with Russia and we're still buying shit. Come the fuck out, bro. Like wake up people. We are literally still to this day. All you people who are like all like, Oh my God, Ukraine. And Oh my God, Russia is so bad. Listen, the United States government is still purchasing oil from Russia on this very day. Right now, they are still purchasing the oil and we're still we could we could we could we could end this right now. We could end this by opening the keystone. We could end this. And oh, and then oh, what are we going to do about all these other countries in Europe who rely on Russian oil? Fuck them, dude. You sell the oil from here to those countries. 
It's not like this country doesn't need the money. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? It's all over money. This is all over money. And 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 I, I know I didn't want to speak about the war, but I'm going to throw this out here right now. I said some things last week. OK, and and I, I meant what I said about Putin. Putin is a bad, bad man and he needs to go away. But there's a lot more than meets the eye when it comes to this war. OK, there's certain things that throw up red flags that show that the United States nor Ukraine or innocent in this. And I'm not saying I'm no, no way. Am I one of those crazy people who think that Putin is uh, trying to stop the new world order? I don't believe that for two seconds. He's a lunatic. Okay. And what he's doing is completely wrong, but there's more than meets the eye here. There's more than what the media is telling us. And nobody is innocent. The United States government's not innocent. The United Kingdom government is not innocent. Ukraine is not innocent and neither is Russia. There were deals made and there were things taken away from Ukraine. You know, there was a deal made with Putin that there would be zero uh, NATO countries that surrounded Russia. That was a deal that was made to him. That was a promise. Okay, And there was inklings of Ukraine possibly joining NATO. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I understand why he's mad. I don't can I don't I don't fucking agree with how he's doing it. He's a fucking piece of shit. He is, know? but he's no, but every, but every, every media source here wants to call him Hitler. Do you fuckers realize what Hitler really fucking did in this world? Quit throwing a huge fucking label like that on Putin. Putin's a fucking shithead. Yes. But he's nowhere the fucking nearest of anything of Hitler. So everybody in this country needs to cut that shit out. And, but like, here's the thing in 1994, there was a deal made. This was Clinton. Now there's a deal. Oh, made. another great president. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there was a deal well, made bring, bring between them. between the United States, Russia, the UK and Ukraine. OK, when the USSR broke up, um, Ukraine ended up with some of Russia's nukes. OK, <laughs> and there was there was long story short, Ukraine turned over their nukes in in exchange for protection from said countries that wanted them taken away and look where we're at right now. Yeah. You disarmed a nation and gave an, and gave an opportunity for an old KGB thug to take back what was quote unquote his right now deals were made there and deals were made with Putin. Now, if you look back at the Biden president or the Biden campaign in 2020, right? You mean the one, Oh, the one that we kept on seeing videos of having, you know, tit for tat or what was that? Uh, quid pro quo things that are put on video of they're not going to get the billions of dollars and held them, you know, for hostage over it. Right. And right. It wasn't illegal. Right. So we're, we're talking about that Joe Biden right there. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about. Him. Well, I mean, or but here's the thing now. This Joe Biden was running for president in 2020. Obviously, he won. So they say, anyways, I don't want to get into yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. 81 million. Yeah. So he he's had dealings. There's 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 no secret. There's there's no secret that there is dealings with the Biden family in Ukraine. And there's no secret that there is uh, dealings with Pelosi's family and Ukraine. But the bottom line is that a majority of Biden's donors during his campaign were arms dealers. OK, Oh, arms, yeah. arms dealers and military contractors. Okay. 
we're giving him all kinds of money. Now, when this happens, right, the United States, Russia invades Ukraine, and then the United States state says, hey, we're going to stay out of it. Thank God for now. Anyways, I have a feeling they're going to put troops there. But anyhow, they say, hey, we're not going to get involved, but we're going to help you. So they signed this $350 million deal to get weapons to Ukraine. Follow the money, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Just follow the money. Mm-hmm. This war, there's so much more than meets the eye, okay? And 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 that's why I don't want to say like, hey, you know, this is this is why this is happening or whatever. I need to back off off of that. I think we all do because nobody really fucking knows. But I know this. There is way more than meets the eye than what anybody knows. And if you follow the money, nobody's innocent. Just follow the money. That is the, the, the best thing you could do politically for yourselves is to follow the money and where it's going. And you will find all the truth you need to find is when you find the dollars, you know, wind up where they need to wind up. And when you find it, you will be Clinton everybody. Stay the fuck away from that information just to let you know. Yeah, like, you know, th- there's like, <laughs> I'm all for doing your research. And, and I've done enough of my research to know that I shouldn't be talking about the war too much anymore because I don't know enough about it. But I know enough that there is way more than what meets the eye. Hey, look, this war cured COVID, okay? F- fucking enough of it, okay? It cured COVID. Yeah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, COVID's gone, right? Or is it midterm year? Things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. (laughs) But yeah, and then, but going back to the whole grocery store thing and all that, I don't, we go off on these tangents, man. We are, that's why the last show was ADHD at its finest. It really was. We like to promote ADHD, my friends. Yes. It is. is. And the only way to make you feel better. What? Hey, what? <laughs> but dude, like on some serious shit though, like you just just follow the paper trails and you will find everything you need to know about these wonderful politicians that you either love or don't love. They're they're all bad people. And as as long as as you believe what they're believing, you are going to fall into a trap that you're never going to be out of. Like just please wake up. Please, I beg you. We are. Wake up. <laughs> Now, that now, but going back to the stores, see, here we go again. Stores. Keep, We're back to the stores. This bullshit. I'm reeling it in. We're, We're back, back to the Come stores. bring me back. Bring me back. So it's hurting a lot of folks. You so know? not, so not only is, is the, the prices of things, you know, going up, there is such a thing. There's inflation, right? Inflation is bringing things up. Now there's shrinkflation. And I noticed it for the first time ever in my life, actually today, I've only heard about shrinkflation on the news. Honestly, I was like, what the fuck is shrinkflation, you know? Well, shrinkflation is you go to buy your Powerades that you buy every week for lunch, right? And Powerades are 32 ounces. They're always 10 for 10. That's just what it is at Kroger's. Powerades, 10 for 10, 32 ounce Powerades. Guess what? They're 28 ounces now. Yep. They're skipping you. And that is the definition of shrinkflation, ladies and gentlemen. And that is going on across the board, too. So now you're getting less for your dollar. I yep. mean, it, it hurts. It, it's hurting everybody. And, and, and it's sad. And now and now that we've been through all that and, and said all this, I want to I want to put something out there in the world right now that uh, Bud's in the basement 
want to do something to help people. Um, we we want to put on a a food drive, probably a canned food drive, just because they're non-perishable or whatever. But there's so many people out in the world right now that fucking need help. And and I want to help them. I want to do that. Bubba wants to do that. It's something that we could do to help communities, uh, keep people fed. I don't want to see anything bad happen to anyone. I, you know, that's that's one thing. And and that might be surprising for some of you to hear, because a lot of people think that libertarians and anarchists are these animals and violent and hate everyone. I know like we just want to burn your city down and kill everyone. And it's the so opposite of that. No governments. That's what we want. Uh, You know, and and really we're just volunteers that just want to make, make sure everybody does well. And I will figure out the details later, but I would definitely like to put on a food drive for the less fortunate, because it's something that people, you know, we need to help each other out. Everybody needs help. We've all needed it before. Oh yeah. In addition to that, uh, I'm planning on uh, putting on some recipes on the website, maybe here and there that cost little to no dollars. If you need to really bring things together and make a quick meal for a family of probably up to five people, we'll say um, any, anywhere helps. And it's easy. One, two, three, recipes folks uh i was going to bring that by your by your attention and also there's a website which you guys can do is pretty much go into your fridge click everything that you have that correlates with this website we're talking every food item and it gives you endless amounts of recipes to figure it out yeah because we got to help out our fellow brothers and sisters there's so many folks out there who just they're not you know they're not able to get by with the rising of prices of every fucking thing that we need to have in everyday life, dude, a gallon of milk's five bucks, bro. What the fuck? I can only imagine how much it costs in uh, Hawaii or Alaska. You know what I mean? Like, and, and for there's old people out there and there's single moms out there, which I'm a product of a single mom. And there's, there's just people out there that, that need our help. And, and I want to help them. I want to be, I want to be part of the solution to all this. I don't want to be a part of the problem. We are in survival mode. We are in survival mode. And, and, and that being said, we also should, you know, bring up the importance of hunting, fishing and growing gardens, because that is a good way to combat all this rise in prices, because you want to know what the best way to deviate from the system is not be a part of it. Seeds are cheap. Seeds are cheap. You know, dirt's cheap, you know, start growing stuff. You know, all you need, I'll tell you what, I, I did my first garden ever in life last year, my wife and I, and it was so much fun. It was so cool. Like my favorite thing to do was to come home, Obviously, pet my dogs because they're not giving you a choice when you come home, dude. You got to get your scratches and your belly rubs and all that stuff in, right? And uh, But then it was go outside and check the garden. What's growing? What's going on out there? And it's so awesome. My wife and I had such a good time with it. And our garden was very plentiful, honestly. Like, we got all kinds of shit. We had to give away shit because we had so much of it. And it was just a little garden. And I'm going to grow even a bigger garden next year because I can. And because... You want to know what? If I can't eat it, I'm just going to fucking drive around the city and find homeless people and give it to them. And if they don't want it, I'm going to smoke the rest of it because we're talking about the same garden, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm always going to be growing that dog. (laughs) (laughs) No, but those gardens are important, too. Trust me. Seeds are actually free when you buy produce, like, say, peppers. 
you could take the guts, the seed seedlings that are right in there, dry them out. But yeah, it's so important to be able to know these things. That way you can be somewhat self, self-sufficient and not rely so much on the high priced stores. I mean, there's just the way things are right now. I feel like we need to resort back to like this super early days where motherfuckers were just living off the land and bartered for things, you know, because that seemed to be, that seemed to be a better way of life. And it worked a lot better than what's going on because now the only way you can get by is if you have money and if you don't have money, you're fucked. So we should turn the whole society into a giant fucking commune. I mean, I'm I'm all for an anarchist commune, man. Give me a fucking big (laughs) chunk of land. Give me some livestock. You know what I mean? Like that would be the ideal situation. Honestly, then we'll have the ATF come get us like we're the Davidians. Oh, so they can light us on fire like they did the fucking people in Waco, dude. The ATF needs to be abolished. Uh Uh-huh. Abolish the ATF and the FBI, actually, and the IRS since it's tax season. Fuck y'all. Oh, <laughs> Take that, Mr. Taxman. No, yeah, for real. Like the, the, all those entities need to be abolished. But yeah, it's important to be able to be self-sufficient, especially in these times. We don't know what we're going to get. We, yeah. we, we really don't know. And if things keep escalating in Europe, you know. What's I say? fucking love how Europe affects us over here. What the fuck, people? We need to stop giving shits over there. We really have to stop. That goes back to being self-sufficient, right or wrong. Right, but all of our tax dollars goes fucking elsewhere. It doesn't all of our money does. All that stimulus money that they got. Oh, hey, here. Hey, hey, people, we're going to give you a lousy $1,200 and fucking give Sudan $700 million. Cool, dude. What the fuck does Sudan have to do with anything? They gave transgender studies in India. How many dollars? 700 million or some shit like don't, that? Don't fall for that, dog. That was for missiles, man. That was all. Oh, it God. was just, dude, it was just a way for them to keep their little freaking lefties happy. And I'm not opposed to lefties, man, or whatever. Like, I'm, a, I'm here's the thing. I, I want to be around everybody. I don't Left, hate, right, up, down. I want to be around everybody. I don't hate people for their political views and I refuse to do that. Like that's not what I'm freaking about. And that's not what this show is about. But what I, what I will hate is, is lefties policies. <laughs> that's what I will hate. And right now these lefties aren't even Democrats. They need to stop calling themselves Democrats. Well, it's, not. it's an infiltrated bunch of progressives that need their own party because even 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 uh democ uh, even progressives are not even getting what they want in the, from the democrat party they're starting to hate them fuckers too again well we're in you know most people don't know this but we're in the middle of a fucking civil war between ourselves within our government i mean there are democrats leaving the democrat party by the day and the same thing on the republican side like mm-hmm. they're leaving they can't get along they can't figure it out because there's the the old school Dems and then there's the new school progressives and they're not seeing eye to eye because they don't line up eye to eye. And the same thing with the progressive Republicans. And I'm sorry that the Republicans need to get their head out of their ass. Really? This is this is why they're losing elections, really, is because they are stuck in the 19 fucking tens fucking mindset. You know what I mean? Like conservative, I'm pretty conservative when it comes to the Constitution, okay? 
but I'm very liberal on almost everything else because I believe that the rights of everyone is important, you know, not just for my team. Where the so right you're a is. constitutionalist who likes to smoke weed and say free love. I am a that's libert- what it sounds like. <laughs> well, I'm more of a libertarian who leans towards anarchy. I mean, no, we're libertarians. I'm just saying because we're 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 pretty much smack dab in the middle. We have, we we like some things on pretty much both sides, but we also hate a lot of fucking other things. Oh, dude, I hate all things that restrict freedom. That's the bottom line. If it restricts freedom, I don't want any part of it. This is why I can't be behind Republicans completely because they they seem to think they own women's bodies and they don't own shit. I own me. You own you. Right. But Democrats think that they also own bodies for vaccines. Oh, well, yeah. And so but that's the thing, dude. Both of the both the elephants and asses seem to think they own you. Nobody owns me. Ain't nobody's taking nobody's taking claim ownership on me. And anybody who stake tries to stake claim of ownership over my wife better think twice because I'm not going to be very peaceful at that point. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> I know you feel that too. I feel that one, brother. I really do. But you can't, you know, and, and that's my problem with the duopoly is they one way or another want to own you. And that's wrong. Like you are a you are an individual, you are a sovereign individual. Your body is yours. Nobody owns that. Nobody can tell you whether you can have a baby or not. Nobody can tell you whether they can give you a shot or not. That is fucking absurd that people even buy into that. And by the way, you little right wing people, you know, I love y'all too, but, but check this out. And I, I might've said this before on another show, but I'm going to say it again. Um, your um, anti-abortion people, that that you seem to love so much those republicans actually give more money to planned parenthood than the democrats do by far oh yeah you said that last week yeah by far i mean you can look it up please look it up if you'd like but the republican party gives more money into the planned parenthood than the democrats do yet they say they're pro-life so what are you really falling for really what are exactly. you standing for? These people don't stand for anything. They're going to tell you whatever the fuck they need to tell you to stay in office. And that's it. Politicians are liars. They are thieves. They are cheats. They are rapists. They are pedophiles. They are disgusting. Well, yeah, I mean, we are our governor here was on the, the plan of fix the damn roads. And you know how many fucking potholes I hit on the daily right now? Dude, especially as winter goes away. So, so check this out. We live in the Midwest. We're in Michigan, right? And this, this fucking governor, she's a fucking fascist fucking cunt, dude. She's no, she's a status. She's not a fascist. I'm sorry. She's a status because she doesn't really like bring the violence, but she is a status and her big war cry. And her first fucking, when she was coming to be was fix the damn roads. Well, the roads never got fixed, but to her, and I'm not sticking up for her, but to her defense, we had COVID come through. That kind of took over. That's fine. But now here we are. All of a sudden, COVID's gone, right? And we did have some of the strictest regulations in the United States by far. We weren't quite California, New York, or Chicago, but we were like fucking tailing them for real. But Dude, anyhow, sucked. But you check couldn't this. Buy, you couldn't buy seeds or anything, bro. You couldn't do anything here. 
you really like she shut it down. She tried to say you couldn't grow your own food. The government, the state government in Michigan tried to tell the people they could not grow their own food. Tell me that is not an infringement on your rights saying that you can't grow your own fucking food, that you have to fucking go to the store and pay top dollar for shit after they told you you couldn't go to fucking work anymore? No, everything was ass backwards with that. But anyways, here we are now. This bitch is trying to like put executive orders through to fucking fix the roads right now. Here we are. What's today's date? Today is March 6th, okay? We we record a little early. That way Mrs. Buds can, uh, can edit this stuff out the way she needs to edit it out because we're not perfect. But anyhow, you know, here we are on Sunday, March 6th. And she is putting executive orders in to fix the potholes right now. And we live in the Midwest and it's March 6th. What the fuck is going to happen between now and May in the Midwest in Michigan? What's going to happen multiple times? Uh, more snow and more plow trucks. More which will fucking more salt, which kind of gets rid of all that work that they do on the road. <laughs> which also means they're wasting taxpayers' money. Ta-da. Why the fuck would you hurry something up like that when you live here in Michigan on March 6th and you're trying to fucking hurry up and fix the roads that are gonna be all fucked up the next time it snows? That is the know. stupidest shit I've ever heard, but it's a campaign <laughs> year. It is an election year. So, hey, I got to do what I got to do to get people riled up. Wake up, people. Wake up, please. These are people all are empty promises. For, people are still going to vote for Adolf Whitmer, man. I swear to fucking God. Dude, I would. Next time. Dude, honestly, if we don't get a legit fucking person running for governor in Michigan, I'm still going to go vote for the midterm. But when it comes to Michigan governor, I will literally write in my butthole. I will write together. Yeah. My butthole is going to get votes this year. If I can't get a legit candidate, because I really don't see anybody worth a shit that's running for governor in Michigan. And I will waste my vote like that. I will. No problem. I'm going to vote John Q taxpayer. (laughs) Taxpayer. What do you mean? Where do you think your tax money's going this year? Up in flames, duh, motherfucker. I might as well put them on the ballot. It's going to go somewhere else. It's not going to stay here. <laughs> well, you know, I drive past this graveyard, so it's probably going to come out of there somewhere. <laughs> I see dead people. I see dead votes. <laughs> oh, you mean like in 2020? Oh, but doom doom. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I don't, I don't want to get people too riled up about that, but I have That's zero. That's just not 2020. That's every fucking election, man. It really is, man. Like, how the fuck did Donald Trump win in 2016, really? I don't know, but I enjoyed that one. It, just to watch the meltdown. I, li- I like watching people meltdown. The, the meltdown was funny, but now, like, it was not funny. It was funny to watch the right meltdown because it was the same shit in a different day. Oh, dude. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say it wasn't funny, you know? It's for, for someone like me, it's been in you. It's been a very hard two years to watch. It's yeah, been I mean, we had, we had the left come out with music like fuck Donald Trump. Right. But now we got fuck Joe Biden. Let's go Brandon. And yet the left is fucking melting down on that unique shit. So here I am watching the world burn with, uh, <laughs> with some Jim. I, Beam, I guess. I, seriously, I just sit on my couch and fucking smoke my dope and fucking watch the world burn on TV. And I'm like, y'all are doing it wrong. Like, and you know, every- what's the crazy thing. There's lots of legalization in this country. Weed is legal. 
We thought at one time if weed was legal, everybody would get along. People can't but, get along to save their fucking lives. But right? it's not, though. It's only in certain states and it's not legal federally because and that's the oh, man. Are we going to talk about big pharma right now? Are we going to go off on an ADHD tangent? Because we ADHD might have to. Tangent. Yeah, it, it's coming right now. So marijuana is legal here in Michigan. Marijuana is legal in a lot of states. OK, but it's Thank not legal. Thank God it's legal in Michigan because it actually genuinely helps somebody like me who is for real ADHD, who climbs the walls and and, you know, needs help focusing all the time. I really do. And so that's why I use marijuana. And guess what, motherfuckers? Oh, I just said it. Bubba and I just talked about earlier. My my wife, who who uh, who edits all these shows, she's like, you have your catchphrase and Bubba has his catchphrase and your catchphrase is guess what, motherfuckers? Well, I just said it. So guess what, motherfuckers? But now after all that, I forgot what I was talking about. Holy shit. Marijuana keeps your crazy oh, ass yeah. focused. It does. Marijuana does keep my crazy ass As focused. You just had an ADHD moment. Hey, I did have an ADHD moment. But but listen, man, they will not. And I don't know if I want them to. So here's here's the catch 22. They, they will not legalize marijuana federally unless we get libertarians in office, of course. But as long as the elephants and asses are in power, they will never legalize marijuana federally because it will literally cripple big pharma. The legal the legalization of marijuana federally. Hear me out. will will do that. It will cripple big pharma because not only does marijuana help with things like ADHD and stuff like that, it helps cancer patients. It helps people with schizophrenia. It helps people have seizures. I mean, it, there's a laundry list of things. And if you take that away from big pharma, they can't prescribe all the fucking narcotics that they use to give to people in those situations. Like if I were to take pharmaceutical medicine for ADHD, I would be taking narcotics. Oh, guaranteed. Uh, Adderall is meth. <laughs> Adderall, Ritalin, all Ritalin, that shit, right? <laughs> right. Um Marijuana has a, like you said, laundry list things that helps uh, not only with just chronic pain, uh, depression. It's it's a multi usable substance that can help. I'm not going to say cure because you can't say cure because you know, people like to get up in arms about it, but it helps out with a lot of fucking problems. And it's at a very low price. Yeah, but I mean, think about pharma it. wants to charge your ass damn near six hundred dollars for fucking insulin. Yeah, for like a couple of doses, man. I could get multiple ounces of weed for $600, and that would last me fucking a long time. Oh, severe long time. You know what I mean? Like, that would last me forever. Not I forever. mean, you would have to smoke blunt after blunt just to get rid of, rid of it, man, you know? But yeah, that would, you know, that would cripple the industry, and that's what they don't want because big pharma is so deep into the elephants and asses' pockets that they will just continue to give people real drugs per se. I mean, they're legal drug dealers. That's what big pharma is. They're legal drug dealers. I mean, they, they prescribe narcotics to people daily and by the thousands. And it's really fucked up that they're worried about a plant. And the more, the even more fucked up thing is there's people sitting in a cage for, for possessing or growing that plant. It's a plant. Yep. God put it here. It's it's here for a reason. I, I am a firm believer that if it came from the ground, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. 
Why is it here otherwise? Same thing with mushrooms. I don't have, I don't, I don't take shrooms. I shit, dude. I don't know if my old heart can handle those mushrooms no more, but I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like it grows from the ground and, and more and more studies are finding that microdosing mushrooms is good for your mental health. But Hey, why would we want to fucking do that when we can prescribe you more narcotics and make you an addict and fucking have you rely on us? It's a vicious oh, cycle. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. And I know too many people who are close to me that went down that road and it fucked them up or they're not here anymore. What's the old saying of big farmer? There's no money in, in uh, curing patients. Yeah. They would rather have clients and that's exactly their plan, unfortunately. But this is the world we live in and our wonderful, wonderful politicians are in bed on it, you know, because they get rich on it too. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the proof was in the pudding with Oxycontin. That was. So- oh, dude, there was a there's a TV series on. Hulu I watched about it. Oxy- I watched it. Oh, it's it makes you so angry. Oh, like, my God. Like, the, I think we talked about this on the first show on the very first show ever, actually, that I think so. But it makes me want to chase down any pharmaceutical rep and beat the shit out of them. Man. The FDA were the ones who fucking literally helped them reword everything, the, everything. And they put it out there and people were fucking dying by the thousands. They were OD. Even I mean, methadone wasn't even curing them that well. methadone wasn't doing. I mean. It was either Oxycontin, and then when that got too expensive, it went to heroin, and holy shit. And that's why, like, anything that's FDA approved, when people get excited about it, I'm like, really, dude? You're going to buy into that? (laughs) Now, like I've said, I believe in you should be able to do whatever you want to do, whether it comes to drugs and, you know, freedom. As long as you're doing it peacefully and not hurting anybody or taking their stuff, it's none of my business. Oxycontin, Oxycontin, which... Was heroin? Yes. Was sales pitched to honest, good folk who only believed in over-the-counter or prescriptions like they would rather die than smoke a doobie. You know what I'm saying? These were those folks, and they got duped. Yeah. And, so bad. And the government was in on it. I mean, there's so many things the government has done. Like, I could take you down a what was once called a conspiracy theory rabbit hole. If you really wanted to sit down with me, I could take you down a fucking rabbit hole that you would never believe in a million years, but it's all fucking true. And I could sit there and talk to you for hours about it. And it was things that our own United States government did to its own citizens. And notice how, as of late, things like that are coming to public view, like such as the TV show. I think it was called Overdose, right? Um, What's it called? Hulu. I can't remember what it was called. It was something. And now there's a new a new TV show that just got put on Hulu called Dropout. It's about that woman who ran a uh, a huge scam on trying to uh, help out with diabetes, uh, blood reading machines and shit, and how she scammed the government system for 15 years. And now she was found guilty on four counts of wire fraud in the medical field, and she's soon to be sentenced. She's wow. my age, bro. She created that. She dropped out of Stanford and she, she ran on this plan at age 19 and ran the business. And then she had no medical degree background, no nothing. And she made all this money by lying about helping out cancer patients or folks with diabetes. You know what I'm saying? 
Holy shit, man. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's special place in hell for people like that. There really is. There, there really, really is. I mean, I joke around all the time. There's a special place in hell for me. It's called the fucking throne, but nope. Uh, Like seriously, there are terrible fucking people out there. You're going to scam cancer patients. You deserve to go to hell for real. Shit. Our own president dog, our own president came out on Twitter and was like, we can cure cancer. What? You're going to go down that road, dude. All of a sudden you're fucking here and you think you're going to cure cancer. Like, why would you even put something out there in the world like that? Knowing, knowing like this is how crazy these fucking people are. He literally tweeted it. And one of my favorite fucking libertarians in the world called him out on it. Spike Cohen, the the VP candidate for the libertarians in the 2020 election. He called his ass out on it and told him to take that tweet down because it was the most ridiculous thing that he's ever heard. And he's just gaslighting people, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? Stick like, to he, fearing the Iranians. Stick to that. Oh, my God, dude. The fucking state of the union. Let's get ready to. Mumbo. Oh, bravo. What a shit show. That was good. Oh my God. First off, he's tripping all over his words and you could see, I mean, Pelosi and Kamala were right behind him. You could just see them like cringe. And at one point actually did it more than once, but at one point he calls the fucking, when he's talking about the war and shit, he says, he calls the Ukrainians, Iranians, dude. And Kamala Harris, you could see her and, and, and lip it. Ukrainians. You could see it. (laughs) Dude. Why, why do we have this person as a president? And I'm not, Please don't think I'm a big fucking Trumper, dude. But at least Trump could talk. Well, remember, that address was MAGA light, they would say. It he was. regurgitated lots of Trump stuff. That is, oh, bro, 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 <laughs> bro, 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 right? Bro. <laughs> that motherfucker stood up there and, like, fucking got, like, not heated, but passionate about things that the, the right that the right wing had been passionate about for the last two years. And all of a sudden he's like agreeing with it to where two years ago, the left was like, bro, no. And he's like, we need to be fucking self-sufficient and we need to do this and bring everything back to America. And, you know, but then he said some dumb shit about freaking, I'm not trying to and I'm, I'm not going to say it verbatim, but, you know, he says something about I'm not trying to freaking mess with your Second Amendment rights, but we're going to do this, this and this. Sorry, dog. Any fucking thing you put against fucking guns and is an infringement on my rights and 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 to fucking make you even feel better about that. Um all you lefties who got excited when the Ukrainian government was handing out AK-47s to its citizens to defend themselves. I want that. Don't even fucking come at me sideways about fucking AR-15s <laughs> and 30-round magazines, all right? If you agree with that, shut the fuck up about our guns over here. Please, First off, the AK-47 is my preferred rifle. I'd rather have an AK than an AR-15 model, which is Armalite, folks, not automatic rifle. Get the Jesus fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. It's a hunting rifle. An AR-15 is a hunting rifle that was made to look mean. There's nothing assault about it. And there's no assault rifles anyways. Okay? They're fucking yeah. guns. Stop calling them what they are, dude. 
And if you want to get down to it, if somebody runs somebody over with their fucking car, that's an assault car. We going to ban assault cars then? If somebody ran somebody over with a Ford Explorer, we going to ban Ford Explorers, dude? If I throw a book at you and hit you with it, that's an assault book. That is an assault. You are an assaultist. And if it's the Bible, I'm a holy assaulter. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. I don't even know what to say about that besides laugh. That was Hit good. You with, I'm a Bible thumper, motherfucker. That's assault. <clears throat> Literally and figuratively. But uh, you, and, yeah. and, and, and we, we have brought up the Bible now a couple of times and we have brought up, you know, religion a couple of times. And as a God fearing man, I am, I, I believe in the Lord, you know, I'm not a big church going dude or whatever, but I was raised, you know, in, in the church and stuff like that. If y'all don't believe what's going on in this world is real, please feel free to sit down and read the book of revelation. Please, please do so. And I've read that. I, I can, I, I'll, I'll test. I'll agree with that. There's some shit that's just, uh, it's interesting. Right We're living now. it. And that was written many, 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 many. As far as a religious person, I believe, hey, people, do you, for you. Don't well, do Yeah, I mean, whatever you want to believe, you want to believe. And, and the Bible's not the only one who talked about what's going on today. I mean, Prophecies Nostradamus has freaking talked about this. The Mayans have talked about this. I mean, there's plenty of prophecy about it, but we're living it no matter what. You know, I don't know too much about the the Quran or you know, what, what Native Americans believe or stuff like that. But I know this, that we are living in a time where you might want to get right with your higher power for real. That's just being real and honest, you know, from, from the bottom of my heart, like it's, it's, it, you should probably get right with those people. I don't want to scare anybody or anything like that, but it's or that definitely time. get on your rooftops folks and start, you know, if you believe in aliens and you want to ride off this rock, fucking figure it out, folks. Man, I would take some aliens right about now. Oh, I dude. Think, I think the aliens would be too afraid to come here, though. They're like, fuck y'all. Y'all are crazy. We don't want to. I'm willing to bet when a flying saucer goes past Earth, it's going by and the aliens are go, flicking us off going, fuck that shit. Hundred percent true, folks. I saw a funny meme like a couple years ago, and I'll probably sabotage this, but it's it said alien invaders. We are here to take your your politicians and your world and take it all over. And the people said, please do. (laughs) Thanks, bro. Yeah, thank you. Please. (laughs) We've had enough. We've had enough for sure. But on a, let's end this on a lighter note, man. We can't. Why do we always lean to politics? I can't help. Unfortunately, it. it's depressing, but I'm going to talk about something awesome. Come on, uh, let's, like let's say, end on some awesome. We are buds in the basement. We are. Buds I want to fin- finish off by two things. Buds and what we like to do in the basement. Listen to music. So oh I'm going to go ahead God. and kick it off with this. Mike Tyson's line of weed is finally coming to Michigan in a dispensary near you. I fucking can't wait. Is that I've so? Been looking, I've been fucking looking forward to it. I know, I know, I know. People are looking look forward to Snoop Dogg's weed uh, out here where I am in the Wald Lake Commerce area. We have uh, Darren McCarty's weed line. That's actually it's, a really good strain of weed. I've had that a couple of times. D Max line's pretty yep. fucking cool. Yep. Um, I've had the Snoop Dogg. I am ready for uh, some Mike Tyson shit. I mean. It's going to be amazing. Hopefully it's a Mike Tyson punch out. Oh, I don't want to smoke uh, no bullshit. White boy Rick has teamed up with Kid Rock for his own brand. Dude, they no listen, man. So they just freaking somebody bought 
the old uh, flea market, Gibraltar, which is in Macomb County. It's huge. I mean, it's tens of thousands of square feet in there. Oh, yeah. You used to be able to get a tattoo. used to be able to go on a carnival ride, buy some spare tires, mufflers, and hubcaps, all for a low, low price instead of a great time on a Saturday morning with your dad. My dad used to take me all the time. Yeah, now you can uh, buy weed there, and they're going to grow it, which is pretty awesome. Obviously, we're uh, big fans of marijuana here, and I will always be a big fan of marijuana. I always have been. Why wouldn't you be? But I mean, like seriously, you know, the, the key to world peace was told to me by my buddy's mom. Rest in peace, DDT. I miss that woman. She was a great lady. But she always said, man, she was a pot smoking broad, man. She was a foul mouth broad. I loved her so much. She was great. But man, she said this to me one time. If we all smoked a bong, we'd all get along. And I'm oh, like, yes. that, that, that hits, you know, because really think about what happens when you smoke when you first smoke weed and it first kicks in, man, you just go to a place of happiness, right? You, you get levitated. <laughs> yeah. It brings you to, to a, a place where you're happy. You're content. You're, you're not really thinking about anything that's bad. Yeah. You're thinking that you feel great. Life is good. You love everything that's around you. And so there's a lot to be said about that. And I know there's some people that get crazy when they smoke dope, but for the most part, I would say nine out of 10. You call it dope, smoke dope. You're so old. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm in my forties. Smoke that dope. You be, you smoking that dope, son. (laughs) You smoking that green shit. I was a typical pothead in uh, high school, listening to Cottonmouth Kings and smoking weed. So it is what it is, (laughs) man. In high school, Shit, what was I listening to in high school? I was listening to everything. I'm musically bipolar. But in my high school days, especially when I was driving, I definitely, these were, and I had a tape deck in my car. That's how old I am. I had tapes. Um, the tapes I had in my car in high school were most definitely Outkast ATLians, um, Wu-Tang, 36 oh, Chambers, and, and Wu-Tang Forever which was yes. a double tape set or double disc set, whatever you want to call it. Um, what else was in my car? I mean, at that time I was really into hip hop. Um, I know you had ODB in that bitch. Definitely had some ODB and Cypress Hills debut album, which is by far one of my favorite albums ever. Cypress Hills first album. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and the funny thing is, is, you know, being from that era, in that generation, when all that music was coming out, not only was rap music very informative, but also heavy metal, which I also gravitate to. They was very, very politically charged and very informative what was going on in current events and what was going on in inner cities or governments. Um, the metal aspect was more of a, you know, anti-government and these people are no good and this is why you know and that's been going on forever i mean shit dude if you listen to iron maidens run run to the hills that's a history that is a history lesson in a song it really is it is about the it was about the white man coming and killing all the indians i mean that's exactly we're gonna pull it back to music though because we're going towards politics i'm gonna reel you back sir You you had a great time with a arsenal of music while smoking dope. (laughs) Well, dude, like that is you know, 
that is my favorite thing to do is either go bang re- records in the basement when I'm, you know, boofing down or, you know, put on some headphones and, and listen to some music, which Dude. is, which is amazing to do. Um, the album you bought for your birthday, Snoop Dogg's doggy style on fucking vinyl. Dude, Jesus, I'm a- Mary and fucking Joseph. That's awesome. Dude. So I, I, so I found the chronic, you know, and I've had the chronic for a couple of years now, but I could never find doggy style. And in, in the day I went shopping, it was my birthday kind of, cause I was born on leap day. So, you know, I went on March 1st and I went, and I went record shopping, you know, my, my wife's grandma sent me some money in a card, which was so sweet. Nice of her. You know, I don't know why she does that. Cause you know, I don't need that shit anymore, but like, I love it. You know, you I really still get do. that lovable feeling of somebody older, loving you i so really do so like i was like you know what grandma's buying me some fucking records because usually it just it goes in the bank and it pays for whatever i'm like you know what i'm going to buy some fucking records so i do find but that wasn't the first one i bought so the night before that i was on youtube listening to music while i was smoking and i got into some prints now i love prints dude prince yes. is like Man, Prince is fucking dope, dude. He's so talented. His voice was amazing. The dude can shred on the guitar. But, you know, I was jamming to Purple Rain. And so I got this idea in my head the night before. I'm like, I'm going to find fucking Purple Rain on vinyl. And you found it. I fucking did find it, dude. And it was by accident, too, because I looked and looked. They didn't even have any Prince albums at the first store I went to. This was the very first store I went to three. And I'm like, shit. She's like, you find anything? I said, no, I'm kind of looking for some, but I can't find it or whatever. She goes, what are you looking for? And I said, Prince, Purple Rain. And she goes, I think I have a brand new copy of that right here. I said, is that so? Well, uh, if you have it, it's sold to the highest bidder. (laughs) You know what I mean? So so she digs it out and she's like, oh, it's $19.99. I'm like, fucking score. I'm thinking it's going to be 40, 50 bucks for that. You know, she's like, oh, no, it's going to be $19.99. Happy birthday to me. Fucking dope, dude. You're going to party like it's $19.99. Yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, man. And that was so cool. And I got to Prince. And then uh, the second record store I went to. They had some stuff, but like nothing. I'm one of those people who won't buy something unless it's like asking me to buy it. I'm one of those. Yeah, it's got to say, and I am an impulse buyer. I really am. Like if I really want something, I'll get it. But also, but then I know what I'm looking for. But if I don't know what I'm looking for necessarily, it has to be like, hey, buy me. Well, I'm looking through and I'm looking through and I run across this album. A lot of people don't know about Avenged Sevenfold. That's one of my favorite bands in the entire world. A lot of people might dog them actually and not say it's real metal. I think they're great. They're pretty fucking good, man. Dude, I found their very first album on vinyl, which is the, it's actually hard to find on CD, let alone vinyl. Not even Mm -hmm. a lot of people know about it. They don't even play any of those songs live anymore just because the album itself is kind of a shit show. It's called sounding the seventh trumpet, but it is probably one of the best hardcore albums I've ever heard ever. It's so raw. They were so young. The time, the time signatures and the time changes didn't make sense, but it did. It was very, it was ADHD. The album's very ADHD, which is probably why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got to buy this fucker. Fuck yeah, I'm buying it. And that was cheap too. So I go to the next place and that's where I find doggy style. And I've been in that fucking record store for like two hours just digging and nothing was just saying buy me. And then, of course, because I was digging through the crates, I wasn't looking up. When you look up, there's like a bunch of records on display. 
Mm-hmm. Right in front of me was doggy style. You're like, yoink, see ya. And I'm like, guess what, motherfuckers? That's coming home with me because that is, dude, Snoop Doggy Dogs, Doggy Style is one of the best rap records ever in life. Probably in the top five, if not top three. Honestly, it, it, it's in the holy grail of albums. It really is. Like, if there was ever a Mount Rushmore of hip hop artists, um, Snoop would be in it, Dre would be in it. Uh, God, Rakim would definitely be in it. I was about to say, if you don't say Rakim here in a fucking second, I'm gonna hurt, hurt you, bro. Okay, so and Biggie Smalls would be on it, and Tupac. Okay, that would be like my Mount Rushmore of rap, even though it's five. But, but yeah, that would be Rakim for me personally. And I don't know about you, I know you love hip hop. But because of his longevity, I think Rakim is the greatest hip hop artist of all time. Debatable, but undebatable. If you catch my drift. Well, he was way ahead of his time just with his scheme and 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 the way he brought his 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 presentation of his his raps. Oh no, guaranteed. Like I'm always gonna fight over who's one and two over and over. And they might go in and out, but Rakim's always gonna be in my discussion. I mean, he was just, you know, he was there in the 80s. But bring in fire like he could he could be out here today doing what he was doing in the 80s and people would love it. Oh, he That's, could kill it. Same thing with uh, KRS-One. His oh, man. KRS-One is great. Absolutely. And remember, KRS-One never wrote shit down. No, no, he sure did. That didn't. was all off the dome. You know, and just and I'm trying to think who else like hip hop wise. I mean, I mean, those are like my big main ones. Now, my favorite rapper is Biggie. Period. Oh, yes, yes. Biggie, That's my Biggie, favorite rapper. The Biggie Pac in the conversation. I go Biggie. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Well, I always just like the East Coast vibe over the West Coast vibe anyways when it came to. Pac was a true artist in all aspects, kind of like how I would say uh, compared to an Ice Cube, but not as close to each other. Right. Uh, Pac was, was great all around, but Biggie, holy shit. He was the man, man. Just And, and I would love bar to say that. I would love to say Biggie was the greatest of all time, but his catalog doesn't allow him to be that. Well, he wasn't around. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't around long enough to say, Hey, he's the best ever to where like rock has been around forever. You know what I mean? And same thing with Tupac. Like people would want to throw Tupac as the goat, which is fine, you know, to each their own, whatever you want to believe is, you know, that's your, that's great. But for me personally, the catalog wasn't big enough. There wasn't enough albums. Their time was short. Unfortunately, that was, you know, it's sad how they both went out, you know, and I have my own beliefs on that too. I could go super down a rabbit hole when it comes down to the the murders of Biggie and Tupac, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, because there's so many different ways you could go with that. But I'll say this, Puff Daddy was in on the murder of Tupac, period. Oh, facts. Period. And I'm going to throw some Jay-Z shit out there because if uh, Pac and Biggie were alive, there would be no Jay-Z, just to let you know. Oh, absolutely, man. I actually saw Jay in concert before he was anyone, dude. So after Biggie died, Puffy went on tour, right? And he went on tour. Dude, it was like Puffy, 112, The Locks, Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, Usher, and Jay-Z. All those people were at this concert. And Jay-Z wasn't really anybody yet. He was like one of the first people to get out there. 
you know, because mm-hmm. they nobody. I mean, you got to think this was ninety seven. Yeah, that's in his, in his lifetime, volume one, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, he had just big, come out with his first album, like his first. His major big album. hits were "Sunshine" and "Can I Get a" from the Rush Hour soundtrack. Right, right, but yeah, man, like I saw him back then, and I love Jay Z. I do. I I really do. I have a hard time. Putting yeah, him out I just there. don't like how people put him as the top dog of them all. I mean, only because he was the last one. I mean, I'm saying Nas over that shit. Sorry. Oh, dude, Nas. Oh my God. Especially early Nas, dude. Nas's first couple, <laughs> Illmatic and uh what was the one before that? Uh oh shit. I'm having a brain fart right now. There's one before Illmatic. Oh, but I came across a story of when uh Tupac claimed he punked Nas at the MTV Music Awards when Snoop Dogg was with him. And Snoop Dogg was talking about the story and Tupac was getting at him, trying to be like, what, you got a problem with death row or me? He goes, no, Pac, I love you. I love your music and everything. But Snoop Dogg stepped back and he saw that Nas, since they were in New York City, they were in where he was from. Right. Saw everybody just toting guns and Tupac uh, and uh, Snoop Dogg was just like, oh, fuck, <laughs> don't do anything dumb in his head, you know? So Nas was the gracious one, be like, I would never say anything bad about you. I love you, man. And then as they walked away, uh, Tupac looks at Snoop and goes, dude, see, I fucking punked his ass. And then Snoop Dogg's just like, no, nah, he gave us a pass, bro. <laughs> right. I mean, that whole time back then with hip hop was like, it was Ridian, very, runny, man. It, it was very, nervous. It, well, it, it. it was exciting because it was something different, especially being, you know, a, a white boy from uh corn Fred Melford, Michigan, you know, where there's nothing but farms and fucking fields. You know what I mean? So like, it made it feel like you're listening cool. to dangerous music. Yeah. All my parents hated and My Southern Baptist parents were not amused by hip hop by all means, <laughs> but you know what? I loved it. And that's what it was, but man, like, we we were spoiled in the nineties, honestly, because not only did we have like the alternative rock scene, we also had hip hop. Like the nineties was a very good time for music. It just oh, it was, was. A, it was a beautiful time for music, man. I'm gonna say from I'll go I'll go ninety two to about ninety eight was just the huge volcano of music that erupted, and you you had to be eclectic to catch it all. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You couldn't like some people, you know, that's why I say I'm musically bipolar, because I listen to literally everything. I can go from, you know, Miles Davis to Slayer to Dr. Dre to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I said Taylor Swift, you know. Oh, there's no shame in that, because when I went into the army, I learned that I enjoyed country music because it helped me relax in basic training, because late nights after training, when we got on the buses. They were playing nothing but country music down in Columbus, Georgia, just to let you know. And your high stress just went away. And then you would fall asleep and then wake up with a mad-ass drill sergeant in your face. (laughs) (laughs) I've but yeah. I've grown a liking to country over the last, I don't know, probably the past decade. I wasn't a big country guy, it just wasn't my thing. But like now I find myself listening to a fair share of it. A lot of it is to do with my wife. She was a country girl. When her and I first started dating, like I was the heavy metal guy and like, everything's in your face, you know, and here's my country girl. Like, 
beer and barbecues and love your lady and blah, 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 you know, country music. Yeehaw, you know what I mean? I made fun of it and shit, but now like, dude, I just bought tickets to see Chris Stapleton, man. Like, oh, you're, you're about in- to have a good show, man. Oh yeah. Like I love me some Chris Stapleton. Are you kidding me? Uh, when I was oh. uh, living down in Kentucky, I actually got hooked on what they call hip hop. So, Oh shit. Acts like, acts like Haystack, Big Smo, who used to have a show on A and E. Uh and then from there I found Jelly Roll, who You were can, posting some of his stuff on Facebook. Dude, Jelly Roll's that. my motherfucking dude. I love Jelly Roll. He yes. can do everything. Some of that stuff was all right. Country. Some of that stuff was all right. Yeah. And then uh a new guy, FJ Outlaw out of Florida. I, I love his rasping boys, but you know, it's just really good. Southern country, it's like it's like hip hop meeting the mud bogs and it reminds me of when i was in high school because i used to come out here to the wild lake area during the summertime and everybody was mud bogging shit and getting shit stuck in uh in ditches trying to get i remember this one time a guy had a, a truck get stuck into a ditch got a uh, a tow truck tow truck got pulled down into the ditch that needed another tow truck that needed another tow truck that shit was fun <laughs> as shit. and the whole time the point of me saying that story Nothing but rap music was playing the whole time, dude. Hell yeah, man. It was man. just amazing. I love hip hop. My appreciation for hip hop is just tremendous. You know, it is tremendous, but I, I am stuck in the stone age when it comes to it. Other than like Kendrick Lamar. I love me some Kendrick Lamar, but like, I can't get down with this shit they're coming out with. There's some stuff by the Migos that I like, you know, but the they're the I listen to now are from Canada and they spit bars, but like, you know, it's, it's hard for me. I'm still like, if I were, if somebody gave me a choice and was like, you can listen to the old shit you've been listening to your old life, or you can try this new, this new shit out. I'm going to pick the old shit every time because I'm not a big fan of new music, especially hip hop in general. I think hip hop has gone way downhill. Like nobody's really talking about anything anymore. And really they're not talking at all. It's like, this whole, they sound like marbles. They got marbles in their mouth. You know, it's just not for me. The beats are like, eh. yeah. you know, it's not, I, I, don't, I don't have a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the hip hop anymore. Minus like a couple acts, you know, there's some. There's I got a couple acts for you to check out. Mercury's okay. from Canada. Snack the Ripper. He's from Canada too. Not bad. Uh, I like this Tom McDonald guy. It's pretty funny that a Canadian uh, he does a lot of political style rap, but he's a Canadian that's proud to be uh, to have American values, which is kind of funny as shit. Like he yeah. calls out everything going on. That's a military guy thing, because my my best buddy that I was talking about, who's retired from the army, he he loves Tom McDonald. He's always sending me shit or whatever. He's he's, he's oh no, he's it. it's just not only the the political military. It's just like some other shit that's like contradictory. It's just, it's just funny. So. If you want to check out his shit, I say go for it. It's definitely worth a look. I'll check out anything. I really need to get into something more current or more modern because I feel like an old man for real. Like I listen to all the music that I listened to back in the day, just like my dad did, you know, just like my mom did. And I used to make fun of him. Oh, you're so stuck in the 70s. And I'm like, damn, I'm still stuck in the fucking 90s, dude. <laughs> well, Whatever I post on Facebook is worth a listen to. So, oh, uh, definitely yeah, I'll definitely check it. I'll, I'll definitely check it. I need some. I need. I need some new. I need some new shit. I need some new heavy metal too, man. If y'all listen to this show and you're into metal, please, please get on. Get on the socials and be like, hey, 
check this out. We got to say, we got to talk about the socials again. I got to, I got to plug these things because we haven't yet on the show. Now, Buds in the Basement on Facebook is Buds in the Basement. Twitter, Buds in Reality, Buds, letter N, Reality. Please, if you can't spell, look it up. (laughs) And on Instagram, Buds in the Basement podcast with the, the little a symbol in front you have to put the a symbols in front of these things please don't make fun of me i'm not hip to this shit it's at you jack at no listen here (laughs) get with the times you old motherfucker (laughs) i do i feel like an old man sometimes because i am not with it at all my wife part of her job is social media or whatever so like she's all hip to the lingo and the current shit me Mm -hmm. no that's so fucking much right But anyway, brother, we should cut this show off for now, man. But next week is another week, and we'll be back to talk some more. I know you love hearing us. I hope you do. I love hearing us. Actually, that's a lie. I've actually never listened to one of our shows because I feel I like I listen to it every morning at the gym when I'm thrown down, when it's released on Fridays. Because uh, I, I like listening to us. No, I'm joking. I like to enjoy, you know, what we accomplish in life and what else we can build on. I mean, life's all about improvements, baby. Life is all about improvements, but until next time, man, much love, you know, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Smoke two, smoke three (laughs) later days.